Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog, and this is our podcast where we talk about veganism, how we make our recipes, keep you up to date on trending news topics in the vegan world, and sometimes those news topics confuse my brain. Yeah, they, they, they deserve an episode all their own because they're just so unique <laughs> and special. Yeah. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about having a non-vegan partner because there was a article that went around this week about a woman who is looking to hire a hypnotist to quote unquote cure her non-vegan boyfriend into liking vegan food by thanksgiving well american thanksgiving the exact title was to cure his fear of vegan food yes he's he won't just like refuse to eat it he's actually afraid of it the fear part is pretty vague in terms like he like i he's like afraid of like his reactions to it it seems yeah so i guess like some important background information here that we haven't mentioned so far is that it sounds like the partner is um, very into bodybuilding and going to the gym and stuff like that and so that's why the girlfriend reached out to this site called vegan lifts with a, <laughs> with with a, a z, z. <laughs> 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 com, um, because they provide a lot of resources that are kind of aimed towards vegan fitness and bodybuilding i think so they thought maybe this site will be able to speak to him in a way that will resonate or like he won't be afraid because he can see that you can be a vegan bodybuilder and vegan food isn't going to hurt your body or your muscles yeah the whole thing is very interesting yeah so and it sounds like her whole family must be vegan because she's like afraid of having to bring him home right i guess yeah like so like there's two sides to this. There is the partner A who wants her partner or it, it is a girl, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that wants her partner to be more accepting to vegan food or be less fearful of vegan food using her term. Um, and then there's the other side of having this fear of food's reaction with your body obviously we know no background to these people at all like we don't maybe he's had like weird reactions to food before and all that kind of stuff we don't know um and i don't again no background on any of them but like the whole situation just boggles my mind i really wish we knew like how long they've been together too yeah because like is this like a very early relationship because this feels like a very early relationship thing to do where you get like kind of caught up in the fact that your partner isn't vegan or isn't fully vegan or whatever it is and like it sounds like she's never brought him home before because it says she's now panicking as they are due to spend thanksgiving (laughs) together with her quote-unquote carnivore hating family who refuse to be around meat and she's worried about the arguments this will cause okay but like he's not meat so he they should still be around him (laughs) like okay so there's like two sides to this there's this fear of food or the reaction of food but there's also this like fear that so many vegans have i feel like this fear of dating someone or being with someone who isn't vegan Mm -hmm. and to me like i can't speak to the food fear because 
I don't know the history of this person. But, like, to me, the fear of having a partner that's different from you in terms of what they eat is such an irrational fear. I Like, in most cases, I would agree. But it sounds like... Like, I don't know how extreme she is, but the fact that her, it sounds like her family might be kind of extreme or like really against anyone yeah. who isn't vegan or vegetarian. I feel like that's playing a big factor here. So like, I guess they also don't really go out to, they only eat at vegan places, like all completely vegan places. Like, where do they shop? Cause like, like, oh, her family, you mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, because they were talking about how they don't even want to see the sight of food, of meat. Right. So mm. like, how do you grocery shop? I mean, I'm sure they can like see it in passing, but they don't want it at their kitchen. They don't want to see someone in their kitchen. Yeah. 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 But it's just like, there's so many things to analyze in this one article that I just like, <laughs> one of the things that like, yes, there is like, again, food fear. I don't like, I have no background into that. There's probably a legitimate, maybe there's a legitimate reason. Like usually there's a legitimate reason for those irrational fears. It stems from something. But like what I really wanted to talk about is this whole dating a non-vegan and I just don't understand, like, again, it could be family specific and that's why she's nervous because of her family. But, like, why people make such a big deal about dating a non-vegan and why it's such, like, this, like, no-go for so many people. Wait, so you're saying, like, she's being more intense about it than he is? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I just, like... Like, I feel like it's only being this intense because he's so intense the other way. Like, it's because it's two very extremes. Yeah. That it's, like, highlighting both of them. Like, if he could kind of not actually be afraid of it so yeah, much, I guess then I think it would be easier. But because he just, like, refuses and thinks it's dangerous to him, and then she can't accept that either. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> to be honest, this seems like a pretty rough relationship just based on that because that is like usually when you're vegan it's a very big part of your identity or whatever like not necessarily how you just like you don't like hi i'm Catherine. i'm a vegan but like Mm -hmm. it's usually like a lot of times it's for your own moral reasons or whatever it is so like usually it's a very big part of your like moral compass so to have someone so extremely the other way like i don't even know how how did they make it past the first date that's what I'm wondering too. Like maybe it doesn't, it hasn't seemed like as big of a deal to her before, but now that she has to take him to her family. But then it also said that she's like tried to, you know, almost trick him into eating oh, no. like a vegan bolognese. And then he got suspicious and he wouldn't eat <gasps> I it. I just love so the it- word suspicious in this situation. <laughs> very healthy relationship <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like um, you you gotta take a bite and you're like wait a minute this doesn't smell like meat <laughs> something's not right but also like if she made you a bolognese do you, like does she normally cook him meat like i'm just Maybe like she does I i'm don't confused know. by this whole situation honestly if i was dating someone and it turns out they were literally not even willing to try something I'd be like, okay, I don't think this is going to work. Because, like, even just me, like, I'm very open with food in general, too. Before I was vegan, like, I'd be at least willing to try stuff before I decide I don't like it. Um, so, like, I don't think if I was dating someone who was just so, like, they were so, no, I will not even try it. 
then it would be pretty rocky relationship for me at least. Like, like I think, like if you're gonna have that like, dra- like big difference in your relationship, the other people have to at least be open minded to the other side. Both people. Yeah, I think the same way. Like because it's not just with veganism; it could be with anything in your life in your dynamics if you disagree on something that is kind of very fundamental to you that can put a a huge strain on your relationship so if you can't find any kind of even ground and it feels like it's always going to cause friction I don't know how you could see that relationship long term to the point where you're like I think we should just try hypnosis I'll put down a grand thousand dollars it's worth every penny to get you away from that meat, boy. Like, she must really love him, which is nice. But like, but also like to his point where he's like, he's fearful to like the effect it'll have on his body. Does he not see her eat this kind of stuff and be like, oh, she's fine. Like, I don't understand. That's true. If he thinks it's so dangerous and stuff, what does he think about the fact that she's eating it? Yeah. Like, right? wouldn't, she, wouldn't he be worried about her health all the time? And like... Wouldn't he yeah. be actively like working as hard as she is working to get him to understand vegan food? Wouldn't he be working the counter argument of being like, he thinks it's so bad for your body? Wouldn't he be like, no, I want a hypnotherapist to show you that vegan food is actually scary or whatever it is? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like everything about this confuses me. <laughs> I-, I feel like I would almost be like self-conscious around someone who's that critical of food being able to make you ill like that I don't know like it just seems like there's a lot of problematic uh thought processes and probably communication on both sides from them like I honestly don't know how they've made it this far and I also don't know how they can see this going long term because like one of the things you and I talk about when we talk about having a non-vegan partner which we've both experienced and we both know can for as far as we've experienced function just fine it's when you throw kids into the mix that things get even harder so if you can't deal with it when it's just two of you yeah because like we were discussing this earlier is that when it's just the two of you you each do your own thing whatever like you eat vegan food them not eating vegan doesn't affect you and you eating vegan doesn't affect them but as soon as you have the shared human that you're supposed to take care of together and you have these two completely different views on how this human should be eating like how do you deal with that but like when you're already starting off in such a rocky position on your judgment and your feeling towards how they eat how are you going to deal with kids at all seriously and if it's such like if the thought process really is that, you know, a vegan diet can't keep the body healthy, is he even going to, like, believe in your pregnancy? Like, your ability to keep the baby healthy when they are still inside you? You know what I mean? Yeah, really. Like, there's so many red flags to this relationship. And, like, <laughs> obviously we know nothing about this relationship other than what is posted here. And we're making assumptions based on this post. But... I just like I don't I could not understand loving someone so much to the point that you're willing to stay in this relationship spend a thousand dollars on what I'm sure must be a super difficult situation to live through yeah and like even 
living with non-vegans like we both live with we have non-vegan families we've had or have non-vegan partners even like being around family sometimes and being the only vegan sometimes it can feel a little bit isolating and a little bit discouraging to the point where you're like I keep showing them all this good food and they're still I mean they're good they'll try it they'll always eat it but they're still like not going to go vegan anytime soon like that can sometimes get to you so I can't even imagine that being the, a constant with your partner where like they just won't even consider it like I would feel so discouraged by the fact that like I'm I feel like I'm eating all these good foods and like don't even factor in the veganism it's just food that tastes good but you won't even taste it for just food not because you can't erase the vegan side of it like yeah. it doesn't have to be tofu yeah. it doesn't have to be tempeh or something weird it can just be vegetables yeah even if it's not like a replacement to anything it's just pretend this is a different food you're trying it's not a replacement for anything just pretend it's a different food <laughs> yeah. um, but like that's one of the things that like with hutch and i and we've just recently celebrated our six-year anniversary so it can work guys <laughs> um like we've at least like we've never actually like came to like this agreement thing but like Hutch has been very open to trying foods and like we go to vegan restaurants all the time we go to like he's not against vegan food he just for certain things like prefers the other one but like one of the things that like is helpful is that like if I like <laughs> there are some things where I continually tried to like what about this one does this one work as a replacement do you like this one yeah. as much but like and like I don't care if he says no as long as he's still willing to try it like I'm like does this work and like that's how we figured out a non-dairy uh milk or like coffee creamer that was for tea like I tried so many different things to get him not to drink dairy milk in his tea and then I finally found one. It's expensive, but I finally found one. And I was just like, it was one of those things that was like, it's nice to be able to know that if I come, even if we never find one that works, he's at least willing to try it. Yeah. And I do think that he's actually a pretty good um, example because he can be a little bit picky about foods too, right? But he still will try things and you guys still don't really have a problem eating like going to the same restaurants or ordering takeout together and stuff like that groceries aren't a struggle even though like he is very accepting but he still isn't like a person who will eat just anything right yeah he's pretty picky and he also has told me that he will probably never go vegan so like he's it's just one of those things that like we there are still these like differences and he's still a and he's kind of a picky eater for certain things but like we're still able to figure out where it works and he probably eats like 90 percent vegan anyways like the only time he doesn't eat vegan is if we need something with cheese on it because we have not found a non-dairy cheese that he likes as much yeah that's um, fair. and when we go eating out somewhere mm -hmm. and i do think it also helps that um both you and i aren't uh like grossed out by the sight of non-vegan yeah. foods like meat doesn't bother us or offend us truly in like, any way so he buys pizza pockets from time to time and oh. he'll like sit beside me and eat them and i'm like i just i just want to bite it i just want right? to take a bite it smells so good <laughs> oh they are so good yeah no i am not grossed out by any of that kind of stuff so this is like the point we're talking about about being both open-minded on both sides is mm -hmm. that like and i understand how like that a lot of people when it like when they're on a vegan when, when they have a vegan lifestyle it's because of 
the morality they feel is the meat industry. And you can be very emotional when you see people eating meat. And I understand that. And like, I can be a similar way sometimes. Like, it makes me sad too. But like, still accepting and being open-minded to the fact that like, not everyone's going to make that connection wholeheartedly to the point where they want to give it up completely. So as long as they're willing to like limit or like try to limit, like I think that's a good compromise. Exactly. Because that also kind of speaks to something that we try to emphasize as much as possible, which is that like perfectionism in veganism doesn't need to exist. We don't need a bunch of perfect vegans. We need people who will eat mostly vegan. Like if most people were 85 or something percent vegan, that would be way better than where we are now. We don't need everyone to go fully vegan. That's why like this woman trying to cure her boyfriend and just get him like, I just uh, not afraid of the fear, I guess. that's Is that the only thing they're trying to adjust? If just the fear will go away, it doesn't mean he's going to be vegan, right? I guess so. Yeah, it's just the fear. Then that, that, that's hopeful. I feel like if she was trying to cure him to the point where he would be vegan, that would definitely be unrealistic. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I think from my understanding, she was just trying to get her, them him over the fear so that he's at least willing to try things, I think. This also kind of just sounds like something you'd probably go to couples therapy to discuss. Right? Is there therapy that specializes in this? <laughs> like, I don't know how you get over something like this. And also, like, I am... Like, I have no idea if, no, if hypnotherapy works. I don't know any science in hypnotherapy or if it's like a valid therapy, therapeutic in any kind of sense. But like, how do you get over this? Like, I just don't understand how you work this extreme difference in a relationship, how you work through that. It's like, like when you think about it, it's like Kellyanne Conway and her husband. Mm-hmm. Like Kellyanne mm-hmm. Conway works for a person that her husband thinks is the devil. Yeah, like, I don't know how that one works either. How does at that all. relationship survive? Like, there are some things that are like impossible to get over in a relationship, and I would assume that's one of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think this is probably also just speaking to a lot of uh, unfortunate relationship patterns where people stay with people because it's easy or convenient or comfortable, even though there's pretty major things that should be addressed. Yeah, yeah. Relationships are hard. Like, it's a hard situation to figure out because you also, like, your emotions can get so involved so quickly and, like, your emotions to be like, but I love this person so much that you ignore some certain certain things just because, like, your heart falls so deeply in love. But, like, (laughs) (laughs) and, like, no one is rational when they're emotionally attached to something. No. But one of the things that, like, I think is important when you're, like, living with someone or you're in a relationship with someone who's not vegan or who has a different diet than you like to me like I never like it when someone says my food looks or sounds gross or like looks disgusting like or like makes fun of tofu in any way or like oh it's such a gross thing like it's especially when you're in the middle of eating it so it goes Mm -hmm. the same way for like vegans who are like oh my god meat is so disgusting like if you don't want people to call your food really gross and disgusting, like don't call other people's food that too. Like I can understand that it's such an emotional reaction sometimes, but like understand that when people do that to you and that feeling that you don't like, that's the same thing they're probably feeling. Exactly. There has to be that uh, equal level of respect. And you're completely right. If all of your, 
if all you're doing as a vegan when you're around non-vegans is trying to guilt them into going vegan, you're not going to get anywhere. It's not going to be uh, a productive conversation or relationship on any form. Like if I was just constantly, every time we sat down at the dinner table, just shaming my family about what they're eating, it's not going to go anywhere positive. It's I'll probably just have to move out. <laughs> that would be such a good sketch, I feel like. All this <laughs> vegan just like judging everyone at the table. And then as soon as someone says something about tofu, just like crying and breaking down. <laughs> like, how I dare th- you? <laughs> I feel like we do a parody of that sketch all the time at the dinner yeah. table. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Uh, but yeah, no, that's one of the things is having that equal, like, you can you can be vegan and think meat is gross it's totally fine to think that but like to like verbally say it while like a loved one or something is eating something like that that's crossing a line (laughs) yeah it's just disrespectful um and you have to have that level of respect in an intimate relationship as well like i i'm trying to wrap my brain around all the other things that must be so perfect for this to be like worth all of the hypnosis and yeah. all of the the I just there, there must be constant friction yeah it's also like one of the things because like so it seems like he's into weightlifting and bodybuilding yeah. do we know if she is it doesn't mention it it doesn't mention it so like you assume they because like you would assume they don't have that in common either because if she was into bodybuilding and was still eating that food he would be able to see that it doesn't affect your muscles in any way because she's a bodybuilder too but you're just assuming that she's not based on the clues that we have so like what do they have in common what is their common ground here i don't know like it does in this article it does say that this whole his reluctance to even just give vegan food just just to taste it just to try it is causing a rift between them but and she's not as militant as the rest of her family about meat so I guess that that is helping them but she's upset that he won't embrace this part of this important part of her life so I mean it does say something that he is willing to try the hypnotherapy it's not like he's being forced into it he's actually said okay let's try this to save our relationship what an interesting dilemma to be in like I don't think I would be as as dedicated as she was like again I don't know how long they've been together I don't know how long it's been like building up but I don't think I'd be as dedicated to her to be like okay let's go in a thousand dollars hypnotherapy we can do this honestly I'd be like you know what I think we should break up I don't think this is gonna work out in the long run (laughs) well I mean what does happen if the hypnotherapy doesn't work also, who's paying for this hypnotherapy? Are they splitting it? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, is this, like, the final straw? Is this one last thing they're going to try? And if this doesn't work, then they're just, their relationship's over? Man, that makes it seem like an ultimatum, and ultimatums are never healthy. Yeah, so, like, there's so many different things to look at in this situation and like again not knowing who this couple is and their history and how long they've been together and anything else about them there's so many like little holes that we don't know and little puzzle pieces missing but like from the information we know this is such a like this would be such a weird situation to be in and I think it's also difficult for us to wrap our minds around again because like again we 
have both managed to have non-vegan partners and I it wouldn't be a deal breaker but if there was somebody who was super intense about meat and wouldn't try the food that we were making I feel like that would be a pretty fast red flag to be yeah. like mm, no this 100% going to work cuz like we run a whole food blog about vegan food. Uh, we really like making it and eating it. More yeah. importantly, we really like eating it. We just get very excited about food. So if you're just going to shit on it all the time, that's probably but, not going to work for me. Like, honestly, to be honest, like, he seems, like, very passionate about the fact that he does not want to try vegan food or he has the fear, whatever it is. Like, I want to know how their first date went and what they did on their first date because I feel like that would come out on a first date because normally you eat dinner or some kind of food on a first date and like she I assume had a vegan meal and he didn't but like I so I assume something of the like there'd be like a little preview of that at least at the that first date and how like how that didn't like do a little red flag and maybe it didn't maybe their first date was not food based so hmm yeah, because it sounds like she is, well, at least we know she's more easygoing than her family is about being around meat, but we don't really know how he is. Because if he has, it does mention that sometimes textures can sort of gross him out a little bit with food. Yeah. So, But I wonder if that applies to more than just vegan food. Like in the article, it mentions tofu and eggplant specifically, but are there other foods and textures that would gross him out? Like, could she just be eating something completely normal to either diet and he would get yeah. grossed out by it right because it this sounds like it could potentially completely transcend because yeah. also like eggplant's not necessarily a vegan food it's just a vegetable <laughs> yeah it's just like my sister doesn't like to eat mushrooms because the texture of those creep her out right yeah so like is it just that there's certain foods he doesn't like or is it just that like anything that is remotely associated with a vegan diet or like prominent in a vegan diet he just grosses him out I don't I don't know about that like that's what I'm trying to figure out is it like that much about veganism or is it about the food it becomes about veganism when he starts talking about how he won't be able to have muscles because of this whole idea that he won't get enough protein to support his yeah. bodybuilding like we know that is a very common reaction yes. from so many people and, like, and so wrong you almost kind of like you also assume that like this fear or part of this fear might have stemmed from the food industry and the meat industry and diet culture and all this stuff like twisting people's view on certain foods that isn't true like food information should come from scientists who study food not from organizations who make money off of selling food <laughs> so like like part of that fear might have stemmed from just like again know nothing about the bodybuilding community but the bodybuilding community and they're like their view that you need meat to have muscle and you need this to have this and like certain industries promoting that like meat is the only way doing this and this and this so like a lot of that fear could just come from the food industry yeah and it just highlights like you said all of these kind of toxic food related things that we grow up around and we're always surrounded by and you don't really realize how problematic they are until you're kind of older and learning about it yourself yeah and then it's like oh i don't need to see food as this no you don't uh, need seafood <laughs> <laughs> i don't need to see it as this like 
a harmful or dangerous thing if I eat this certain thing instead of this thing. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. so much shame and guilt around food and especially with bodybuilding that goes for and with just like body image that's there. So yeah, there's not one way right. to eat food. Yeah. And the whole, um, just the whole protein idea and the idea. Uh, like people being hungry when they are on a vegan diet and not getting enough uh, nutrients and stuff like that. Like that can be the case if you're not eating a balanced diet, but that can be the case if you're not vegan as well. Anyone can eat a bad diet. Yeah, anyone can eat a bad diet. Anyone can eat fewer calories than they should be eating. Anyone can eat more calories than they should be eating or their body. Like you can do any diet poorly. It exactly. doesn't matter. We don't talk about that eating. enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone can have a bad diet. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought this is, this situation was just so interesting. And I wonder if, like, I wonder if, if her family wasn't so, like, militant to veganism and didn't, like, hate the sight of meat and people eating it. Like, I wonder if this would affect her as much. It is still kind of interesting the idea of the whole family being vegan except for one partner of one of the kids like yeah that seems like such a reverse dynamic that we're used to that it's almost like what how could I, that even work <laughs> yeah it's like normally you're used to the vegan being the only one yeah at that space being vegan or what having a different diet that like i can't even picture what it'd be like for someone who isn't vegan and very much seems anti-vegan to go into a vegan household me neither like i'm trying to picture when you're the vegan and you go to like a thanksgiving dinner you probably bring your own like you know vegan entree or something and people are allow you to do that (laughs) they're not gonna like a roast (laughs) yeah does he show up with a little like chicken or something for himself because like that's what the vegan would do in the reverse situation but it just feels so much more far-fetched is that because we've always been in situations where people were never like oh no don't bring your vegan food to my dinner yeah you'll just have to have like maybe you can have the salad or something (laughs) yeah i don't the whole like it's weird i couldn't even picture how it would work with one one person coming to like a vegan dinner who is anti-vegan who is someone who doesn't want to eat vegan food like obviously we've been to like vegan potlucks and stuff where there is non-vegans there but those are open-minded people who eat vegan food anyways so we've there's never been that other dynamic because normally most of the time even if people find a vegan diet strange they're at least willing to try it and like Mm -hmm. it's one meal they can get over it (laughs) but Mm -hmm. like to be so like anti-vegan how do you function at an all vegan dinner? I don't know. I mean, I have so many questions because then it's also like, well, are the mashed potatoes going to be a problem because they use non-dairy milk instead of dairy milk? Or is the gravy going to be a problem because it doesn't have like the drippings from the turkey, even though those kinds of dishes are so easy to, you know, just make quick swaps and they pretty yeah. much taste the same. Like how deep does this go? <laughs> Right? and But I also, like, thinking now, too, like, I wonder if this would have been as intense if he wasn't a bodybuilder. Maybe to some level. Like, you're probably right, because as long as there isn't a texture issue, maybe he wouldn't be afraid of the food making him ill. Because, like, that's the other side. Like, this phobia, it's 
the fear of what the food will do to him right yeah like i wonder is there non-vegan foods that he also has this fear of because like tofu has a similar texture to some cheeses and like certain things like that so does he also have a fear of like certain cheeses maybe he did at some point maybe because like i can't figure out if it's wrapped up in the fact that it's vegan food he has a fear of or if it's certain textures that he has a fear of because, like, I, at some point know. they say, like, he's afraid the texture of tofu will make him vomit. Mm-hmm. Not even the flavor or the soy in it, the texture of it. So, like, if there was something else that was the texture of tofu, would he also have the same fear for that? Or is it also, it's the texture, but it's also the fact that it's vegan? <laughs> and it's, I feel maybe it does uh, happen with other foods here, but because this is like a double whammy, it's like, no, I for sure cannot handle that one. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, I really want to know if, like, his fear of food also goes outside of vegan foods. And, like, is this a bigger issue he needs to address? Or is it just that he doesn't know much about vegan food and he's, like, a little fearful of vegan food because of information and misinformation he's heard? I think it's probably going to be a little bit of both. It does sound like, to be calling it, like, a whole phobia it yeah. sounds like it's maybe a little bit serious, but he's also equally very serious about his bodybuilding. So there's just a lot of things fighting yeah. there. Because like tofu, I can understand. There's so much misinformation about tofu that I can understand when people have this, not necessarily fear, but like very negative emotional response to tofu. I can understand the eggplant throws me off <laughs> so much because who's out there lobbying against eggplant? I don't know. No, I don't know. I get that one because, like, texture and food, no, I, there are people. I un- yeah, I understand it from purely a texture point of view, but not right. from a vegan point of view. Like, what's an ing- like? He's fearful of certain vegan foods, right? Right. So, is that one purely just a texture thing that he needs to get over? Like, even like no one needs so. eggplant in their life. You don't. Whatever, eggplant's not in your <laughs> life. It's not the end of the world. Like, I love eggplant, but that's not the be all end all of a diet. Yeah. But, but like. Like, that one just throws me off because I can understand if it's a fear of texture plus the fact that it's vegan, I get it. But eggplant is just a vegetable. It's not a vegan ingredient. It's just a vegetable. I don't know. All it says in her email is that whenever I push the subject, he says vegan foods will make him ill and that the texture of tofu and eggplant will make him vomit. (laughs) I'm so confused. So, to me, that sounds like the eggplant is just an extra fear he has. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just like I've never understood I I can't wrap my head around having a fear specifically of vegan foods because there are so many foods that are vegan that people just don't think of as vegan like vegetables. That's where I think it's it must be the the substitute foods that he's yeah, thinking of. Yeah. It's right? like a mock meat or a tofu or a tempeh. It's more of those like those foods that are very associated with a plant-based vegan diet. Yeah, even though, like, so many of those foods are not as different in other cultures in other countries, right? right? Yeah, like, you could find tofu on so many Chinese food restaurants, Korean food restaurants, like, so many different Asian foods and Asian cultures. You will find tofu on the menu at almost every one of those restaurants. And that's Mm -hmm. not, like, a vegan establishment or a vegan option they've added. It's just a part of their diet. I think you're right that this is all just going back to all that uh, <laughs> food misinformation. Yes. But yeah, so this was very interesting. Um, we've kind of like 
originally we were going to talk mainly about just the like relationship aspect of it but like we also got into the food conversation of it mm-hmm. but i w- i hope this couple listens to our podcast and reaches out to us because i want to talk to you guys definitely especially if they do go through the hypnotherapy i would like to talk to the hypnotherapist as well i really hope we get a follow-up article on this after at thanksgiving to see like what the status is yeah 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 i wonder if can we follow the like because you can see the listing on vegan lifts so i wonder if like if there is there a comment section or something i want to see if people are like i wish there was an update section to let us know how it was going I know it's truly a unique relationship. I mean, we've talked about non-vegan and vegan relationships a lot. We know a lot of couples that are both partners are at least now vegan, even if they didn't start mm-hmm. both vegan. So this is a unique situation. I wish them all the best. Yeah. In- I mean, I hope it works out. Yeah. I, I always mean, hope relationships work out if they can. And you know what? I would also say, like, maybe her family shouldn't be as... Judgmental? Yeah, yeah. Like, just a little bit more accepting to the other side. Especially if it's causing their daughter fear of bringing people back to meet her parents and her family. Like, it's not just, like, affecting the person who isn't vegan. It's also affecting your daughter. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that this kind of goes back to... I don't know if the family is vegan or if they're just vegetarian or whatever but sometimes when you get those really intense vegans you kind of remind they feel like they need to be reminded that veganism is about compassion for all beings not just animals so show a little compassion to someone who isn't vegan because it doesn't mean that they're a terrible person and you need to be shaming them all the time (laughs) yes like i wonder if it's like a similar feeling to when you have a very religious family and you're bringing Mm -hmm. someone back who either doesn't believe in religion or is a different religious like has different religious beliefs like I wonder if it can be similar to that and like you just have this fear of bringing someone back who just believes in something different yeah I mean again like neither of us have really experienced that but I can imagine that that would be a very difficult thing to deal with I guess that might be easier to keep on the down low at the first visit right unless yeah, you're, you're nope, gonna talk I, about religion at thanksgiving dinner i mean i mean like prayer at the beginning of a dinner could be an yeah. awkward situation right away depending on what how strongly your partner feels about their religion or their exactly. lack of religious belief whatever it is so that could be interesting <laughs> oh yeah there's those there's always those few things Again, like we said at the beginning, that they, if they're pretty fundamental to who you are, they got to find some way to deal with those differences. Compromise, right? Or, I don't know, hypnosis. I told uh, my boyfriend right at the beginning of our relationship that I don't have religious beliefs. Like, I don't believe in religion, really. I don't practice any form of religion. And I told him, I was like, just so you know, like if we were to get married one day, I don't want to have a church ceremony. And like, I don't want it to be in a church. I don't want it to be by someone of faith or religion or any kind of religion of that. Just so you know, right from the get go, it's not who I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like things like that, it's so important to be very, very clear and honest about at the beginning. Yep. I mean, relationships are tough. Vegan food tastes good. That's where we stand on this. Yeah. 
sure 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 no but no one needs to like every single food but i no. think it just comes back to respecting each other's decisions there and are vegan foods that i hate too yeah don't just don't shame people oat milk get out of here okay we've gone into <laughs> dangerous territory she's talking imagine, about the oat milk <laughs> imagine you like this like i have like a fear of oat milk and it's just like go into <laughs> coffee shops and be like no take that oat milk away from me there's oat in this shop we can't be here anymore get me <laughs> out of here <laughs> oh man okay yeah this was a fun conversation it was really interesting story to like analyze and discuss about mm-hmm. we'll, we'll link the article in the show notes of this episode so that you can go check it out uh, feel free to share your thoughts and we would love to be able to follow up on this story if we hear any updates. <laughs> yeah, or if anybody who listens to this hears updates, send them our way. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And you can find all of our vegan recipes at twomarketgirls.com. And we post them as videos on YouTube, also as Two Market Girls. And we're on all of the socials <laughs> as Two Market Girls. And don't forget to be safe, wear a mask. Wash your hands, socially distance, stay home as much as possible. Do not eat in restaurants if you don't have to. And vote. And that's a wrap. <laughs> Bye. Bye.